Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdcaster Podcast. Uh, I am your host, and whatever I am, Joe. Resident Nerdcaster? <laughs> yeah, that's it. you say it. that, like, for the first hundred episodes? We haven't had a hundred yet, but I've said it quite often. And <laughs> that lovely voice is Lori's back. Hi. Um, yeah, so... There's been a lot of updates in the Overwatch community. Um, season 6 is coming up. The Overwatch World Cup uh, group stages have come to an end. So I decided it's time to turn on the mics and talk about all that. Yeah, um, a lot of updates and pretty exciting to look forward to BlizzCon. I think, was that, in the first week of November? Yeah, it's, it's, it's around that time frame. I don't know. After I couldn't get tickets, I kind of said, fuck it. And, uh, you also tried getting tickets like two weeks ago. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, November 3rd and 4th in Anaheim, California. You can still make it. You uh, scalp tickets. Yeah, $200 a piece just to get them straight up. I'm pretty sure scalping is going to be a little bit more uh, expensive. Speaking of tickets, just because I feel like this is relevant, I'd rather scalp tickets for that than New York Comic Con, which I think is complete bullshit. Yeah, I could have applied for for to to go to to New York Comic Con this year, and uh, I opted out of it for the simple fact that it was asses to elbows. People were sweaty, smelly, and disgusting. Last year was it, it was an horrendous. It was anxiety problems up the ass. Uh, if you don't like to be shoved in an elevator with seven hundred of of people you don't know. Um, with their body sweat, boogers, puke, piss, and whatever else they're covered in. Because, I mean, let's face it, some comic book cats out there and, and, and people who are on a nerdier level than me don't understand how a shower works. Right. I mean, and there are people who just don't and they're not into comic books or nerdy stuff as well. It just they all seem to congregate in the lines that we stood in. So we could have just been extremely unlucky that day. But. You know, no, it, it wasn't just that day. It was more than one day. It's not like we attended just for one day. Um, but yeah, and I, I, I have no desire to go back. Maybe if I know something's coming out that's really crazy and I want to go see a certain panel, maybe I'll go back for a certain panel. But there's nothing they could do this year that I think is going to be on my wow factor level. Yeah, I, I'm in total agreement. I'd much rather go on a Thursday and I'd rather patronize like Artist Alley and go see what the vendors have and, and really. Um, one of the best things about these cons is um, really you get this whole big congregation of people who hand make artwork up, excuse me, artwork, artwork and, and different things, you know, really cool shit that, uh, yeah, you could probably buy it from their Etsy shop. Most of them are set up online now, but it's a completely different experience to meet the person who made it. Well, you um, get to meet the person who made it. You get to feel and touch their product. When you're looking at it on Etsy, it's, it's what you see in a picture. Yeah. That's my biggest issue with buying shit online. I like to feel, touch, and, and make sure it's what I want. I don't want to spend fifty dollars and then I get so a certified. Never on Tinder. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got that. It took me a second. Um, but I have. I, I want it. I, I want to make sure I'm what I'm paying for is, is something that's worth the quality to me. Um. There are certain things I will buy online, like, I don't know, like the little Funko Pop things that I collect. I know what I'm going to get, though. I mean, there's a billion of them. I have a few of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, but I, I don't, something like from that, I think I, I'd, I'd rather meet the person in person, say how awesome their shit is, and be like, yo, here's my $50, and I don't have to pay shipping. What? 
and yeah. that's awesome. Well, you know, we went to, that reminds me when we went to a much smaller con in, in uh, North Jersey. Um, the Garden State Fest? I think it was the Garden State Fest, and we met this person. Uh, Garden and, State Comic Fest. Yes, Garden State Comic Fest, and we met a vendor who did a whole bunch of artwork and, you know, wood burning. Um, really great craftsmanship. Uh, I really wish I kind of bought something, but I didn't. You know, we went there on a whim. I didn't bring a lot of cash with me, so I didn't end up buying anything. You can um, see those pictures on our Instagram, right? Right. Yeah. I. You know. I. I, I posted uh, a video. Oh, not a video. I posted a photo on our Instagram page um, at Nerdcaster on Instagram. In case you're curious, um, really good work. Uh, you guys like wood burning or, or artwork? She had some Final Fantasy stuff. She had some Overwatch stuff too. Um. All right. Um. I actually asked for a mercy at the time. I was playing a really a lot of hours into mercy versus Zen versus Zenyatta, which is what I mean now. But um, she didn't have it with her. She had it. You know, she has it in stock though in her Etsy shop. So again, uh, find her on her Instagram page. Um, check out her photo. Um, I'm pretty sure was I it, tagged her Instagram. Was page it the too. little known Pyro? Yeah, that's it. So yeah, the little known Pyro on um, on Etsy, Pyrography. Um, check her out. You can find her at is Etsy. It pyrography doc- or is it pyrography? Whatever. The, it, pyro, fire, wood, burn, fire. You, you can find her at www.etsy.com slash shop slash little known Pyro again because I I held that s out too long is. Etsy.com slash shop slash little known pyro. Check out her stuff. The Overwatch stuff re- really is cool. And I think we might actually order some stuff uh, from here to hang in the studio. Yeah, kind of felt bad. I, I talked to her out for like 15, 20 minutes. I didn't buy anything. So, you know, I uh, could see uh, all so, your uh, crafters out there and artists uh, do have to deal with that. I apologize in advance. I know that's kind of an asshole move. Um, so I'm hoping to make up for it by giving her a shout out on the show. <laughs> But um, anyway, moving on. Um, so, yes, I, BlizzCon. BlizzCon, yeah. Overwatch World Cup 2017. They're offering a virtual ticket. I don't know how much. It still says coming soon on the website. I just checked a few minutes ago. I think as long as it's under 50 bucks, and I mean, I don't spend $50 on any pay-per-view shit on television. Yeah, no UFC fights or WrestleMania yeah. in this household. Not anymore. I mean, back when I, when I was a chillin or a teenager maybe, but no, I think I will pay $50 or less for uh, an Overwatch World Cup virtual ticket. I mean, I get, I'm sure I can watch more shit on there, but that's the thing I give a shit about the most. Yeah, you know, I... You know, I think I actually do because I, I do have a little bit of national pride, and the the U.S. team really just had a great showing in the qualifying. They rounds. broke out a bastion. What that was awesome. I read, um, I think I read some coverage on on a match versus uh, U.S. versus Brazil in the earlier rounds, and pretty much it was stated, you know, if you break out that bastion, you're just telling the other team that you are better than them. Now, I've never. Um, you don't see Bastions too much anymore in matches. We used to see them all the time. Um, back before they limited um, different characters to just, you know, you would have you would see some matches where you'd have three Bastions, four Bastions. That was such a common occurrence. It was so annoying. And now, you know, I very, I very rarely see it. I'd see maybe 15, 20% of matches I'll see a Bastion come out versus, like, you would never see a match without a Bastion beforehand. Um 
You know, which I think is great because Bastion's character is really fucking annoying, and it is really one, I think he, one of the easiest characters to play. He's definitely an easier character to play if you know where to set up, drop your turret, and just fire away. And if you have somebody on your team, like an Orissa, um, even a Winston, or somebody with a shield that you can get behind, not so much a Reinhardt because they push forward with their shield and everything else, but if you can get a stationary shield to get behind, and it, it just adds to your defense uh, uh, stuff. Your, your defense HP. I mean, they got to break down the shield before they can hit you unless they get behind you. It, it's really a stupid character. I mean, I play Bastion, so I can say whatever the hell I want. I mean, when I know my team is losing and I gotta gotta do something shitty, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's a shitty move, it's something shitty to get back to the payload or the point. Like another thing, putting a Bastion on top of a payload and, and having a Mercy sit there and boost them is. It's fucking. It's it's like a do, it's a dominate move. Uh, it's it is a dominate move, but at the same time, like, it's I, not unbeatable. It's not unbeatable. Not not by far. So like, I know that you know as a Zen, if I call out, like, listen, like we're gonna go in. I'm gonna I'm gonna orb the fucking Bastion, and then you know I'll focus fire, and then if you have like one or two other people, that Bastion goes down in like a second. Yeah, and I then mean the rest of the team doesn't really know what to do, and they kind of scatter. But again. um you know, you don't see bashing a lot in in, uh, in competitive play, but uh, or even quick play. Um, you you do see him every now and again. I mean, we we've we faced off against quite a quite a few bastions. So as a bastion player, though, you just said was that, a bastion player. Well, I still break him out from time to time, but I let's not forget I have sixty hours on on tracer right now and only nineteen on bastion at this point. Considerable amount of time to play. To, yeah, to you know spend on the character. So Jake brings him out on the U.S. team, so obviously not his main either. So what do you think of the comment, um, being that you just said that you break them out when you feel like you re- your team's really on the losing side? What do you feel when they say, like, okay, you're breaking them out when you really feel like your other team, your opponent's bad? I mean, I think he he broke them out in that case. Uh, he's not – I don't know how good he is at Bastion. I, I've, other than this World Cup, I've not really followed Team USA. I don't know I don't know much about these people. It's not like a sports team I follow for years and I know everything about like the quarterback of the Giants or something. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, to his credit, they were so far ahead. If, if he did fuck up and had to respawn as something else, it wasn't going to hurt them. They, they, they were already so far ahead. So I think that's where that quote comes from. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I can spray a bunch of bullets in a short amount of time and take out a bunch of people, again, in a short amount of time to reclaim my point or to get back on the payload or whatever the, the, the objective of that round is. That's what, that's what I would use them for. Uh, or like if somebody spawn camping, sit behind the, the healing barrier in, in the camp and just spray bullets to get them out of your, out of, out of your face. I mean, those are, those are situations where I've used them just in order to get the rest of my team to, to, to get out there, get back on the point, flip a point, whatever. Another, like, again, the control points. When you're going back and forth of who has control, putting a bastion in the center of something like that, and as people enter, you just blast away at them. If you've got two or three other people watching the left and right side or whatever, their health is already somewhat diminished anyway. So you're just getting in the last few hits to take them out. Again, uh, there's some of my play style with a bastion. And actually sitting there with the turrets, if you have a good team, and they're all out front and going a deep dive into the other team, you're sitting back there doing nothing and kicking grass. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yeah. And then you get booted for being idle for five minutes or whatever the hell it is. Even if you do 
turn and spin around and fire bullets. Apparently, if you don't get your ass up and move, you get booted. I literally watched this happen. I was at Mercy, and I had flown back to, I think it was the... It was in Capture the Flag, I think. No, no, no. It was Horizon Lunar Colony. Oh, that pissed me off because I was doing super good in that damn round. Yeah, literally blasting every single person that would walk in front of him. And and it was actually really sad to see because none of these people learned their lesson. They just kept doing the same thing over and over. It was like a stagger. It was a stagger. It was like playing against the AI rounds in in training. It was uh, was pretty bad. But um, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm damage boosting him. None of my team members needed any sort of healing at all. (laughs) They just were getting blasted. And then all of a sudden he disappears. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then I just hear him cursing in the other room. He just got booted for a night two. And it was that. Those, in hindsight, was really funny, but also really frustrating. We still won. Yeah, great. Good for you. <laughs> I didn't get shit for the win. And I probably had four gold medals at that point. I don't remember what I had. but Was it, was it even like satisfying to earn that, just knowing that you did practically nothing? That's the thing. No, it's not satisfying. But it, it's good to – and, and that's another thing. I probably had play of the game, too. I don't know if it showed play of the game after getting booted or, or what it was, but – I mean, that's that's the thing that annoys me about Bastion. It's like it's so easy to get a play of the game as I'm not the play of the game I give a shit about. But watching like a Tracer or a Sombra or, or one of the more squishier characters get it or even a healer, I, I think is more entertaining to watch than watching a Bastion sit in turret mode and spray bullets. It's like, good job, buddy. You're able to just spray a shit ton of bullets in a short amount of time and take out people standing in a line. So, um. With play, uh, speaking of play of the game, um, you ever have matches where both teams just perform so terribly that the play of the game is just awful? It's just like there's no reason at all it should be play of the game at all. They just you know killed one person and maybe they got an accidental uh, environmental kill like elsewhere and it wasn't even that impressive. But you just look and you're like, you know what? There was nothing about this game. Or they did some sort of spray damage, but like five other five of their teammates got the last hit on them, and it says eliminated, 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 eliminated. It's like. Good, good job, dude. I've never, but you never finished them off. Say, I've <laughs> never done any of that, um, and I've I've had some instances as Zenyatta where if I do, I think if you do a less than a certain percentage of elimination damage on somebody, that you don't even get it because I've been as that and I've hit people a couple times. I mean, not enough to deserve an elimination. I'm not complaining yeah. about this by any means, but I've you know I would see like oh that person got killed. Like, no, I hit them. Uh, or maybe it didn't. I don't know. I was going to say, because I've had it say where I've only done like 12 damage on somebody and I still get an elimination it's for it. It's not 12 damage. It's 12%. Oh, is that what it it's is? percentage. Well, where's the percent damage. sign? Okay, you ever notice that if you if you kill somebody just like with one hit or super Oh, yeah. Part, Look at that. It 100? says 100. It doesn't, doesn't go like, like 350. No, it does. It's never done huh. that. You know what? Never really cared. <laughs> but you got a good point there. I still want my percent sign. I, got, no, it's not I like a percent sign. All right. Ugh. Sorry. I, I got gas. Oh, my God. I got gas. Right. I got a burp. That's oh. what happens when you drink beer and record. Uh, Very nice. But going back to, 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 to the, the BlizzCon, would you pay that much money to watch this U.S. team perform and see if they can actually take out the South Korean team? If it's like 50 bucks, I know you said you'd pay it. If I had other people that wanted to watch it, you know, like a paper I, I think event, we could get some people, some cats over here. Maybe. I would. If it was, I'd be a little bit more comfortable. If maybe like we can get some so, some of the rest of our our teammates over here. Maybe we can get your brother 
and uh, and Ninja, or or as as the listeners know him, Doctor Machismo. And I think he would come over and watch if he's still around. Um, uh, uh, he as he's moving far far away. Moving over to the Midwest, yeah. representing Nerdcaster in the Midwest part. Oh, the believe me, I'm going to have him handing out stickers and street team and that shit. Yeah. Uh, but. But no, I th- I think we can get some people because we've had some people who are kind of interested in it, but they don't really know what the game is. I think maybe if we brought them over to watch something like that, it would get them excited. It's a team atmosphere. You got a crowd at these things. They make it like an actual sporting event. Uh, yes, it is esports. Esports are on the rise. I honestly doubt it would ever get as far as it is today, but I- I'm happy to see it, it coming along. I'm more interested in, in certain games, like some of the bigger eSport games that I, I guess are out there, like League of Legends and, and Dota. Um, don't really care about. I'm more interested in the Overwatches and the Smash Brothers and stuff like that. But I, I like that, that it is becoming a bigger thing. I like that ESPN has even shown some of this. Um, so seeing this BlizzCon thing and this World Cup, I think it would definitely get more people interested if people buy this virtual ticket and do what you said. Have some people at their house that maybe aren't interested, but it's a reason to have a, a party. It's a reason to invite people over. And if they talk to me during it, I'm going to punch them in the face. What? In other words, if they're not interested in it, but they're over here just having a party, I'm going to punch them in the face because I want to actually watch and listen. I don't think I'll go that far. But... No, I won't. It's a figure of speech in, in Joeism. I would, again, back to your earlier question, I think between 20 and 30 bucks for a virtual ticket because you got to figure, you know, is this hours and hours that you're going to be able to watch? If, you know, I would, I think $50 is good if the event was like at least five hours. Like I have five hours. It's two days. Two days. Okay. Well, is it five hours of like solid? Overwatch? Probably not. I'm going to be honest here. I mean, they're going to probably go between other games like StarCraft or what other Blizzard um, uh, games are out there, uh, intellectual properties. I'm sure they're going to show other stuff. I'm sure they're going to have like uh, panels where they're going to talk about new games or updates. That includes all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You're going to be able to see a lot more than just esports gaming. Oh, that's just part of it. I do th- then I think it's totally worth it. 50 bucks, I think that's worth it. I mean, two days. 25, 25 bucks a day. Let, let's, let's stop collaborating. Listen, they haven't released the virtual ticket information yet, but I know what goes on at BlizzCon from looking at other shit. So I'm guessing it's going to be one of those things, knowing how popular it's going to be. And if this is a success, I bet you, because New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con has already started streaming stuff live on the internet, I bet you they're going to follow suit in something like this. Where Oh, you want to watch and you can't come here? Now it's a fee to watch rather than the free streams they're offering on Twitch. That is nice especially because some of these some some of the crowds you know we got into it when we talked about new york comic con before but some some of the crowds are just out of control and it and it's hard like last year um you know there was insane amount of wait time just to get in the facility just because it changed something around their security and it just it's over a hundred thousand people trying to get in the javits center for new york comic con and then you have San Diego Comic Con, which has, you know, a little bit lower attendance than New York Comic Con, but the crowds are still just as bad. Yeah. Um, you know? So the virtual ticket is definitely a good way to to watch in the comfort of your own home and not deal with the crowds. Let's look at the flip side of it, though. You don't get to visit RSL. You don't get to purchase something from a an artist. You don't no. get to see the awesome cosplay of some of these people live. No, but you know what you do get if for the people that do go? Maybe the people... Who wouldn't otherwise be there and maybe they don't bathe maybe they'll just stay home and watch it you know as a, maybe uh, yeah maybe 
it, it you're, is you're a right. different experience to just to be there in person. Um, I don't know. I think, I think overall it's a good thing. It gives people more options and, you know, to make the event more accessible. And, you know, you really, you certainly can't fault them for trying to make money off of that. Cause I think people would buy it. The, you, the the other thing you miss out on, and I'm just because this is something I thought of, is the exclusives, like the 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 Funko Pop exclusives and shit like that. I really don't. I could not give. A shit I don't about give a shit too. about them either. But there are people out there who buy them up and then resell them on eBay for for triple the amount of money that 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 you know you could have bought them there just because people on like the West Coast or whatever else want them that bad. These are collectible things. Um, I'm sure if my mother saw the studio, she'd tell me the same thing she told me about Beanie Babies when I was uh, uh, pre-teen and teenager. Like, it's going to be worthless and, and they're worthless pieces of garbage. Why are you collecting them? And it's like, I, I like them. And guess what? I saw some kind of video where it says my Beanie Babies could be worth like $3,000 a piece. I'll tell you why I don't care about any of that. Because I'm not going to buy something just to collect it. I will buy something because you like I it, love it, and I will never sell it. You know, I'm the same is, way. I have those Beanie Babies still. I haven't sold them. I'm not, I'm just saying, like for people that do that, the whole resale thing. I mean, that's if that's how you make a living or make a little bit of extra side cash, so be it. I mean, you certainly can't fault somebody for for you know for hustling. Yeah, exactly for hustling. It, it, it's been around since like the beginning of time. Dude, um, I don't fault anybody. I, you know what? More power to you if you want to go through the work and, and get those things and then resell them. And I'm not going to yeah, New York Comic Con no. for is, it. That's way too much work. And. Ugh, that is just not my scene, but that's why I really don't care about exclusives unless I was just saying that's why other people may go. Yeah. I mean, for I mean, I looked at collector's editions things and there are times that I've gotten salty because I couldn't get my hands on something I really wanted. For instance, the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 15, like ultimate collector's editions. Um, I did not care about the play arts action figure that came with the ultimate collector's edition. I was hoping they were going to I would have even paid the same price for it. Because I wanted the art book, I wanted everything else that came with. Just did not care about the the players. The action figure. figures, yeah. And because of that, they had just sold out of everything. They were, they, and I couldn't get my hands on. It was on a waiting list. And I think at that point was when I was like, you know, I don't even care about Ultimate Collectors Editions anymore. The last time I really bought something that was that high of a level of a collector's edition was actually Lunar Silver Star Story Complete, and that came out. In the, I think in the very early 2000s, I still have a pendant that it came with, which I still cherish. It's 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 awesome. But I also was like a, a preteen, you know, when I got it. So, so like think, a, it I'm, means more to me because of the time frame of when I did get it. You know, if I got it now, I probably wouldn't care about it as much. And I just I don't care to wait in line for hours and hours and hours for something. I don't care to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on stuff. To me, it's all about the experience. It goes right back to the original game, you know? So if I'm getting between 40 and 60 to 80, however many hours into a game that I love, I'll pay money for that. But I'm not paying money to wait in line anymore. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, I don't. But let's 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 move on from comparing say, BlizzCon no and Overwatch because I don't know how we got down that track. I, I don't either. And, uh, but Season 6 is now <laughs> coming out in a few weeks. And what are your thoughts on that? We have a couple of uh, we have a couple updates. To we have never played competitively. It's always quick play or, or you know, capture the flag or arcade mode games. Um, I hated capture the flag. Not a fan. I didn't mind it. You also didn't like Lucio Ball, which I thought is amazing. I still love it. I still hate it. I, I, 
nope, no thanks. It's not my it's not my thing. I don't like it. Yeah, but you play Lucio every now and again. You should be good at it. You know how his gun works. You know how he moves. Yes. It d- d- does not mean I'm going to enjoy Lucio Ball. Like, for some some people might enjoy it, and that and that's Yeah, I really like that it. That's not why I got the game. Okay. I did not get this game to play Lucio Ball. I really couldn't give a shit about it, and that that's it. That's all there is to it. All right. All right. Chill. Um, you chill. But I think maybe maybe the, the, the NCG team may try their hand at Season 6. It's only a two-month season. Um, I'm not keen on talking with 12-year-olds who are going to curse my, my face off or, you know, other players, maybe even my age, that get pissed off because uh, I stepped in a junk rat trap I didn't see or something and died, and, and now I screw them up. Who knows? The forums are not that flattering. Yeah, that's what people. I'm saying. You know, when especially people who solo queue. I mean, we'll at least have like three to five people play with us when we play, but... You know, so it's not. It doesn't seem so bad to me to have one or two additional people come in, and we get all, we all get on team chat, and yeah. it's fine because you know we're certainly not going to be. We're, we 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 nasty have more people. Well, yeah, we also have three against one. Somebody says something against one of us. The other the, the other two are backing them up to jump down their throat, so they better watch what they say. Yeah. I get that, and it's fine. You know, I'm even willing. But to- this to me is still a game at the end of the day. If I end in bronze or. Whatever's lower than bronze, I don't think there's anything. I'm fine with it because I'm going in to play a game and to have fun. I mean, it would be nice to be like Platinum or Grandmaster or whatever else is. But realistically, this is a game. I'm going in to have fun. And if it turns into something that you're being overcompetitive and this is like MLB, you're the New York Yankees making a bajillion dollars a year and um, we just lost the world series and you're all fired so you're all salty i don't want to play with you See, let's not take it that seriously i think there's just like two extremes there while i agree it's a game it's it, no it's i want to win game. i want to win it's not that i don't want to win but i'm not going to yell at somebody for fucking up or we lost because you know the soldier 76 forgot to use their alt at the last minute to go for one last push i'm not going to get mad about it and be like okay dude you fucked up let's work on it we'll get better we can only get better but accidents happen. People fuck up. We're all human. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I've had too many bad games back in the PS2 era of playing like Madden and, and other games where I got a 12-year-old telling me how bad I stink and I should just throw the game in the fucking garbage or donate it to, to somebody else because I'm that bad. And um, yeah. got me to the point where I'm like ready to reach through a phone and choke a 12-year-old and I knew I had to stop playing online. I mean, but at that point, you can, you can just you can mute. You can just mute the chat at that point. Maybe. I could have just unplugged the headphones, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's like you can get to that point. And it's, it's really, you know, it's not a cool scenario because, you know, team chat is really important, you know, if you really want to hit those objectives, especially in competitive play. So I'm, I sit right in between two camps. One which is like your super casual gamer and the other ones where people just get so held that, you know, just so bent out of shape if they lose any wrong mistake. You know, because people just get crazy and we're not going to we're certainly not in a level where we can be like gold and diamond and platinum or whatever, whatever the case is like, we're certainly not there. Um, and that's fine. I think that's fine. Like, you know, especially I think that's why those placement matches are really important, because if we're playing, you know, they really try to place you with people who are your skill level. And if they're still going to get mad with every loss and, and start screaming at you. Then you would just like they have problems you know it's like you know what that's fine like you want to I spend agree. your day now as screaming a, at somebody fine 
as an adult gamer, I'm a little more relaxed about taking that. Back playing Madden on PS2, I mean, you, you, you know, it was a, a little different. Or was it PS3? I don't See, remember. I don't know. See, I would never have the gall to fucking yell at somebody telling me to suck, like, on online play. Like, why would you do that? Because what can they do to you? They're, they're halfway across the world, probably, or at least halfway across the country. It's not like you're going to go there and, and get in their face. So they all hide behind a microphone and a headset, just like your keyboard bandits out there that will flame anybody on the Internet. But they won't say anything to your damn face if they ever come face to face with them. It's because the same they know thing. They have no consequences. Yes. So, what do you think about this though? Would you kill somebody if you knew you had no consequences? If we're going down that same kind of path. Like I'm going to be a shitty person because there are no consequences. I'm not saying that I would do it or you would do it, but I'm sure somebody out there would. See, that's crazy to me. It's, it's crazy why, to that's you. That's why I would never be a troll on the internet because I just don't believe in that kind of behavior on whatever level one or level 100. I, I get you, but there are people out there that, that aren't like you or or normal or whatever. I don't know I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know the term for it. But I still think we should try it. I don't I, think that should deter us from... Well, I'm saying it here on Mike. We will try our hand at season six after Nerdcaster gets back from our hiatus... Uh, well, I guess mini hiatus as we are traveling uh, to the Foss South in a few weeks. And, um, you know, I think uh, and we'll definitely be reporting on um, yeah. our experience with it and any funny team chat stories from other parties and see how that goes. I think that definitely, if anything, make for interesting conversation. What do you mean? Let's talk about what? Get some assholes on team chat and just, you know. Oh, it's talk about it here. Talk shit about us on on Mike. We'll talk shit about you on Mike. <laughs> Won't give out any I usernames or anything like that, though, because we're not. You know, again, we're mature adults. But it doesn't mean we can't vent about it. No, I don't. I don't. Dis- I agree with you. Um, I, 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 I'm curious about it, and the fact that it dropped to two to uh, to two months rather than three. I don't feel as it's uh, as much of an investment. Uh, two months if it's over, if it sucks, guess what? This is where I ended in my comp play and whatnot. If I like it, season seven starts in, in what, uh, two months right after season six at some point, And boom, you start all over again. If I like it, I'll just start all over again. Maybe they'll, maybe at that point I, I'll think three months is a better um, way of doing it. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know until I try, and that, that's the reason I'll do it. However, going in with previous hellish Things that happened to me in the past is why I haven't done it until this point. So, but I mean, we got a group of at least three of us that'll do it at the same time. So, I'm willing to give it a try. It's just not a one-on-one thing. Yep, agreed. If anybody out there uh, wants to check out the the Nerdcaster Overwatch team page, go to the website at nerdcaster.com and um, look at it. If you guys want to play with us, hit us up on our on our tags. Because, uh, like I said, I if... I guarantee you'll accept the friend quest, though, because, uh... Well, Joe. Well, I, I, Didn't you get, like, two of them? You're just like, ah, oh, fuck this. I got a few, and I'm like, how the hell do they, these people know me? Where'd they find me from? And then I'm like, oh, wait. I do a podcast <laughs> where I've said my tag. I accepted them eventually. I was going to say, if, if one of them is you and it was ignored, please don't mind him. His antisocial natural tendencies... You know, just took over his brain. I'm, for... I'm, I'm, I might accept next time. <laughs> Maybe even like a couple minutes afterwards. Not a couple yeah, minutes. 
but uh, definitely because you hear how we, we want to play. If this is something you're interested in, definitely uh, I'm willing to to give people a shot here. I can probably always remove you from my friend list if you're an asshole. Right. Well, we're also assuming maybe we're assholes. Maybe maybe people try to friend request us, and then you know we're not exactly enjoyable to play with either. Which in which case I want you to tell. Oh, us. I don't think I'm good enjoyable to play with. I think I suck at this game, but I enjoy playing it, so I'm gonna. Average. I think we're average players. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too notable. Just you know, just average. So, what are some of the things that annoy you about this game? Uh, I, or that well, pisses you th- off. Th- that is, I think, an entirely separate podcast. Really? I do. Because there are a lot of things that will make me go on tilt, like, in <laughs> no time at all what? about this game. And that can be um, just a tracer fucking harassing me to no end. A good tracer will fucking piss me off. And that's not a punishment to the other tracer because they're really awesome. And I'm just not great at avoiding them or I need to do better with my positioning. It's still... Fucking makes me angry, though. As a support character, it's a little harder for you to take out a tracer who moves double fast, especially as a Zen, one of the slower characters in the game. Yeah, that pisses me off. But I, it's still, you know. I've met some Zens that could take my tracer out with no problem. I don't think I'm the best tracer in the world. I think I, I need to to be a little more sporadic in my movements. Um, and, I, I you know, it's something I have to work on. But uh, a, a decent Zenyatta can definitely take my ass out, Orb of Discord, and then boom, two hits, and I'm dead or whatever it is. It's very annoying because I think, yo, I got this motherfucker, and then I'm dead. But my biggest issues are usually with Bastions or, or Tanks playing a, a squishier character. And it's again, it's the same thing you said. It's not because um, they're doing something shitty. It's just because I need to get better or avoid them or do something different to not get shot. <laughs> I would say my just, you know, if I could limit it to one, because, you know, we are kind of running short on time, but, um, we could pick this up and, and again, and yeah, then. I think that this is a completely separate episode where we just really just vent about all the shit that pisses us off in the game. Um, which there are many more things that are awesome about the game more so than like pissing us off. Hence why we play it. But if I pick just one thing, it would be, a DPS character, either like a Widowmaker or a Genji, somebody who is just so fucking far away from me, either as a Mercy or as a Zen, or even as Lucio, because Lucio is AoE healing. Um, you guys are so far away from me that I'm going to put myself... Area in of a, effect, by the yeah. way, for AoE. Um, for people uh, who don't yeah. understand terminology. Um, that they're so far away from me that I really can't heal them or they're not in my line of sight out or I have no idea where they are and I have no you know, I, I have no idea what their location is. I can't even go heal them and then get pissed off. Yeah, so you DPS out there who need healing, get back to the point so she can heal you. Well, not even back to the point, just like in your area where you are uh, or if, if, if you're going to stay completely across the map, know that don't I expect really healing. can't get to you easily and I'm not going to abandon the rest you know, of the team. three or four of the <laughs> players to come and heal you and put them at risk. So that's something that makes me angry. And usually really selfish players go ahead and do that. Um, I generally try, like as a Zen, like my strategy is I will go after, um, I will orb um, people who are going in the front line. And then I'll, I'll really go to the tank. Depends on what everyone's health is. I can, you know, as a Zen, I'm not going to be able to save anybody at crit health and they're really getting slammed. Um, 
but I'll try. I'll try to at least like, you know, top you guys off. It just really depends on what your health levels are. And, um, you know, I'm going to try to save the tank. I'm going to try to do the DPS a little bit. You know, I'm going to do them first, especially if they're losing health fast and they're, or they're doing a matchup or they're getting, you know, Reaper's going to go against a Genji. I know he's going to need that little bit of extra health. I'll heal him first before the tank because I know the tank has a shield or whatever. Mm. But that's generally my strategy. So your outliers, really, you're not my first priority. No, I, I I agree with you, and uh, that's why whenever I ask you for healing, I try to get up right next to you and then go back out. Um, I've learned my lesson with that shit. Uh, get back to the healer. The bottom line: if, if you're if you're a health D- packs. if you're a DPS, you have some sort of either um, mo- uh, uh, what is it like uh, escape? Uh, yeah, some sort of escape mechanism, or you're quick enough to get back. Uh, a reaper could easily transport. Uh, I can't think of anybody else right now. Off Reapers the top also of generate health as they kill. Like as they damage, yeah. like they they will regen health. Um, a lot of players have that, and they have access to health packs. That's not to say I, you know, if I'm in a bad position or I keep getting killed, that's my fault. You know, I can't rely on other teammates to heal. You know, to protect me all the time. Well, not protect you all the time, but um, depending on the team comp makeup and depending on the the objective, I, I think. People should be more grouping up and staying with the healer and the tank. Uh, Eichenwald is a great example of that coming out of your spawn point. A good Reinhardt will get get the team out of the spawn point with little with, with ease. Same thing with an Orissa. Uh, if you're all grouped up like that and, and you're pushing forward together, there's no reason your healer should should have an issue. There's too many people uh, too many too many people around to let that that person die first. There should be somebody protecting it in, in that case. If, if it's more of a spread out thing where you're trying to break up the other team, yeah, then I can understand it. But it, it's all situational based. All stuff I like to hear right now. But what, do you, like, what pisses you off the most? What pisses me off the most if I have to pick one before we wrap up? Um, a, a shitty bastion is probably my worst enemy. Uh, I hate when I'm trying to get back to a point and there's a Bastion right there at the spawn or there's a, a, a Bastion hiding in, in, a, in a doorway and I just get blasted there. Like, I mean, I play a Tracer, so it's going to take him real easy to take me out if I don't notice him. But it, it's more when he does like something shitty like that, like where he's hiding at, at a, a, like spawn camping. So being strategic on the other opposite team. I, I guess if you want to call that strategery, you're, you're using a, a character that can spray a million bullets and take out a tracer in two hits. I mean, I can get around him. I've learned my lesson. It still annoys the shit out of me when I fall for it once, but I won't fall for it twice. Um, I just think it, it's it's a shitty, shitty thing to do. I mean, if you're playing a bastion, you're just going to sit there and camp. A, five minutes, you're getting the boot anyway. But B, it's like, Pick a character. You're, you're using the easiest character in the game. How about you try playing something a little more challenging? That's not their fault, though. What do you mean it's not their fault? I mean, I get why you're annoyed by it, but it's like... You ask what makes me salty. Right, I'm telling right, you what makes right, my right, ass right. salty. <laughs> right. you, you, you said all, all that right, shit makes you salty when they ask for healing. They ain't around you. Go fucking find them then. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck that shit. <laughs> I was backing your ass up. And now right, you okay. fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lucky we're on the same team. I'd go after you every time now. <laughs> I go after the healer every time anyway. Yep. <laughs> uh, I guess that'll do it. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back again with another Nerdcaster episode, hopefully next week. 
If not, we will be away um, until about mid-September, and then we'll be back uh, working on getting a lot of stuff done for the show, uh, which is why we've we've had such a lull in, in putting these out. I'm trying to get some formatting stuff changed and, and, and just doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So... Uh, you guys can look forward to it and, um, you know, catch us on the upcoming episodes, catch us on some um, upcoming upcoming articles we're planning on releasing and follow us on social media. Um, Facebook.com slash Nerdcaster, Twitter.com slash Nerd underscore Caster, Instagram at Nerdcaster, and that, that's it for that, right? And yeah. www.Nerdcaster.com for any latest updates, events we'll be attending, um, and just all around Nerdcaster news. Uh, check it out for, for which uh, eSport teams we have and what's going on with that. That being said, you guys have a good week. Nerdcaster out.